Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Isaiah chapter 57. In my Bible, the heading on this section says, Israel's Feudal Idolatry. So let's dive right into this. Isaiah 57, 1 through 13. The righteous man perishes, and no one lays it to heart. Devout men are taken away, while no one understands. For the righteous man is taken away from calamity, he enters into peace. They rest in their beds, who walk in in their uprightness. This is describing a situation that's going on in real time when this is written to the people of Israel, that fewer and fewer righteous people are being seen. More and more of these descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, more and more of them are turning to idolatry, to pagan worship that is popular in the places where they're at. They're in exile in Babylon, and there are just fewer and fewer righteous people. And actually, the righteous people who die, they're taken out of calamity and they enter into peace because they're going to be with the Lord. But uh, nobody's really taking heed of what's going on. People aren't even noticing this because they're kind of running headlong into sin and depravity and away from the Lord. And that's what this is talking about. Verse three, but you draw near sons of the sorceress, offspring of the adulterer and the loose woman. Whom are you mocking against whom do you open your mouth wide and stick out your tongue? Are you not children of transgression, the offspring of deceit? You who burn with lust among the oaks, under every green tree, who slaughter your children in the valleys, under the clefts of the rocks. Again, this is talking about Israelite people who have turned away to false idols, to pagan worship. Among the smooth stones of the valley is your portion. They, they are your lot. Smooth stones refer to some things dealing with pagan worship. To them, you have poured out a drink offering. You have brought a grain offering. Shall I relent for these? In other words, these people are making false offerings to false pagan gods, smooth stones and other things like that. Verse 7, on a high and lofty mountain, you have set your bed. And there you went up to offer sacrifice. This is pagan sacrifice, pagan worship. Behind the door and the doorpost, you have set up your memorial. For deserting me, you have uncovered your bed. You have gone up to it. You have made it wide, and you have made a covenant for yourself with them. You have loved their bed. You have looked on nakedness. You journeyed to the king with oil, multiplied your perfumes. You sent your envoys far off and sent down even to Sheol. You were wearied with the length of your way, but you did not say it's hopeless. You found new life for your strength, and you were not faint." So this is using some imagery of adultery, really. It's talking about a bed. It's talking about looking on nakedness. It's talking about uh, what would happen in a physical adulterous relationship. Of course, this isn't referring literally to adultery, although I'm sure there was plenty of adultery going on in much of this pagan worship, much of this idolatry. A lot of it was very sexual. But this is referring to an adultery uh, by illustration, that the people of God, his chosen people, Israel, are committing against him as they turn to false gods, as they go up to a high and lofty mountain to offer their false sacrifices. God is obviously very upset with this. Verse 11, whom did you dread and fear so that you lied and did not remember me, did not lay it to heart? 
Have I not held my peace even for a long time, and you did not fear me? I will declare your righteousness and your deeds, but they will not profit you. When you cry out, let your collection of idols deliver you. The wind will carry them all off. A breath will take them away. But he who takes refuge in me shall possess the land and shall inherit my holy mountain. So there's an interesting contrast there at the very end. He who takes refuge in me will possess land and inherit my holy mountain, which is much different than the high and lofty mountain in verse seven that you're going up to, to offer these false sacrifices to, that you're going up to, to commit spiritual adultery on. And he's talking about, haven't I, haven't I been patient with you? Haven't I held my peace? Uh, But you've forgotten this. And I'm going to declare your righteousness and your deeds, but they're not going to profit you. And the reason they're not going to profit you is because there's not really any righteousness or really any deeds for me to declare. And so the people of Israel have turned from the Lord. They have walked away from him. And that's a reason that all this is going on. It's the reason they're in exile. It's the reason that he allowed the Assyrians. He used the Assyrians to punish them and to judge them. And he, he allowed the Babylonians to come take out the Assyrians and take them into captivity. And so they're in exile in Babylon. And now he's going to allow the king of Persia, by his grace, he's going to allow the king of Persia to take out the Babylonians so that the small number, the small remnant of faithful few will be able to go back to Jerusalem, rebuild the wall, rebuild the temple, reignite and reestablish the the correct worship. This is all in Ezra and Nehemiah that we studied earlier in the Bible overview. Friends, this is old history. And thankfully, God in his mercy sent Jesus Christ to come and be the perfect sacrifice where we who fail, and that's every single one of us, we who fall short of his righteous and perfect standard can have a path to perfection, namely by trusting in the risen Jesus Christ who lived the perfect life and died a sinless death so that the penalty could be satisfied and so that we could stand holy and blameless, clothed in his righteousness before God. Thank, thankful that he did that. But what this reminds me of is uh, I love this kind of preaching from Isaiah. I really do. And we live in a time in our own new covenant way where we could use a little bit of this preaching. As I read through this, it reminded me when I was doing college ministry, there was a college ministry association up at the University of Northern Iowa. And part of that association was ministries that took scripture seriously and wanted to promote the gospel. And and other ministries were just wanting to kind of do humanitarian, humanitarian things, be nice, and just kind of, you know, whatever was copacetic with political correctness on campus. And I would sit there sometimes and go, man, um, not that I'm perfect, long ways from it, but these people have compromised scripture. They don't believe the Bible's true anymore. They're just doing whatever they want to to create a name for themselves or to promote their ministries under the name of Christianity, but it was really Christian in name only. And sadly, we've seen that not only back in my days in college ministry on a state college campus. We see this in churches and in ministries today. And friends, let's stay faithful to the Lord. Let's stay faithful to his word. Let's be bold with the gospel, even though our culture says we should be embarrassed and and ashamed of something that's so narrow-minded or so old-fashioned. This is the kind of thing that the people of Isaiah's time were doing. It was different, but it was a similar deal. Are you going to go on the narrow path and stay faithful to the Lord, or are you going to go on the wide path to destruction? And Lord, would you help us stay on the narrow road for your glory, for your name. Amen. 
The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.